So it's a Monday, man, and we're going to try to offer up a little bit of motivation to you guys. And if you guys haven't already seen this, if you don't already know, the mystery behind motivation, it is a little ebook that I put together a few years ago, and it is designed to motivate you in both fitness and finance with, you know, of course, a little bit of faith sprinkled in throughout. So the link to that guy is down in the show notes. It is totally free. It is a really easy read. And man, I really think if you give it a shot, it will lift you up. So if you didn't already know about that, check it out right now. Hey, Jim Schultz here for the F-Cubed Podcast. It is a Monday, man, so we are in need of some motivation. And if I sound a little muffled and stopped up, that's because I am, man. I mean, it is October 1st, and my allergies here in the good old city of Chicago are in full force. So hopefully you guys can still understand me, and you may get a few uh, a few sniffles along the way, but, uh, but man, all is good. So today, today I want to talk about stretching. And not in the way that you might think or may have thought when you clicked on this guy. You know, normally when we think of stretching, you know, we think of like, hey, touch your toes for 20 seconds and don't bounce. Or, you know, hit up some hip cradles to stretch out the old hip flexors, which are amazing, by the way. So definitely check those guys out if you don't know what I'm talking about. But that's not what I want to talk about today at all, really. I want to talk about stretching ourselves in more of a strategic way, in more of a pushing the envelope way, in more of a stretching our boundaries type way. And I want to do so, you know, coming off of a couple back-to-back faith pieces last week, I wanted to do so in the fitness, finance, and faith realm. And so, from a fitness standpoint, if you want to level up your game, If you want to take your physique or your performance to the next level, then man, you've got to stretch yourself. And not only that, but I would go so far as to say you've got to have a system in place to stretch yourself. Like you've got to have a very strategic approach to how you stretch yourself. And so like, for example, you know, if your goal is fat loss, let's say, right? I like to focus on fat loss because... That's what I'm really passionate about. That's where I think I can bring the most value in that. So I like to keep coming back to fat loss. And down in the show notes, you know, I've linked to a free download that gives you guys three tips that can help you with your fat loss right now. And I'd be willing to bet that one of these you've never thought of before. So definitely give that guy a look if you haven't done so already. But in the here and now, when it comes to fat loss, right? I mean, let's kind of, let's carve this up you know, in two different ways. You've got the nutritional side, you've got the training side. Well, nutritionally, you're going to have to stretch yourself, right? Nutritionally, you're going to have to stretch yourself in ways that are not going to necessarily make you feel super comfortable, right? You're going to have to drive your carbs lower. You're going to have to drive your fats lower. You're probably going to have to drive your overall calories lower, So you've got to stretch yourself to the downside. From a training standpoint, you've got to stretch yourself to the upside, right? 
From a training standpoint, even though your goal is fat loss, I would make the case that you still need to be challenging yourself in the gym. You still need to be, you know, pushing the envelope on your weights, pushing the envelope on your cardio. You've still got to be, you know, moving your body into new regions. You've still got to be leveling up how you train and what you ask of yourself and demand of yourself when you're in the gym. That is the only way to achieve the goal that you want to achieve when it comes to fat loss. Well, what about fitness? Or I'm sorry, (laughs) what about finance? Well, from a finance standpoint, it's kind of the same story. I mean, it's the same general plot. We've just got a few different characters. And again, I like to kind of you know, speak to those of you that want to take a more passive approach to your portfolio, that don't really want to, you know, meddle in the inner workings of the day-to-day movements in the market. Like, I totally, I totally get that. And then there are those of you out there that want to take a more active approach, which, you know, if you follow me over at Tasty Trade, you know that from a financial standpoint, I think there is a greater potential there. Well, talking to each of you individually, if you take more of a passive approach, then you're not going to stretch yourself too much from a skill standpoint. You're not really going to stretch yourself too much from a knowledge standpoint. Now, if investing is brand new to you, then you're going to have to do that too. But once you reach a certain level, like, you know, once you understand, you know, like an index fund and once you understand like dollar cost averaging and like dividend reinvestments, like you've pretty much covered most of what there is to cover. Like, yes, There are some other kind of things around the edges that you could probably pick up on, but you will have covered 80, 85% of that with, you know, a handful, maybe half a dozen different things. And so how are you going to stretch yourself? Well, I would make the case that you're going to stretch yourself on the saving front. You're going to stretch yourself on the spending front. So again, kind of sticking with the downside upside theme, you're going to stretch yourself to the downside with your spending. You're going to try to spend less, right? You're going to go through that budget. You're going to go through those weekly or monthly expenses with a fine-tooth comb and say, all right, where can I find another $30? Where can I find another $50, right? To chunk into my portfolio to add you know, extra fuel to the fire to really put my future financial goals you know, in mind. Now, if you are taking more of an active approach, so to all of my actively minded traders out there, then it's going to be a little bit different. I mean, you can obviously benefit from taking a more, you know, from stretching yourself on the savings front, just like the passive crowd should do, in my opinion. But you also have a world of knowledge that you're you're going to need to explore now, especially when it comes to a product like options, which you guys know, again, if you follow me through Tasty Trade, you know that that's kind of my area of expertise when it comes to active trading. And so there's a lot to learn in the options space, right? So definitely, if you guys haven't done so already, you know, check out my daily show over at Tasty Trade from Theory to Practice, where I go into this in a lot more detail, way more detail than I'm doing right now with F Cubed, because I really want F Cubed to appeal to everyone. I really want F Cubed to appeal to the general population that may or may not care about active trading. But man, you're going to have to stretch yourself to the upside. When it comes to all the knowledge that you have to obtain within the world of options or active trading or whatever. And lastly, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be complete, man, without hitting up a little bit of faith. 
So from a faith standpoint, I thought hard about how I wanted to cover this, and I prayed about it a little bit too. And the thing that really was just planted in my mind and planted in my heart was if we think about the fruits of the Spirit. So if you go into Galatians, I actually have the verse right in front of me, so I don't try to butcher it from uh, from memory. If you go into Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23, Paul writes directly about the fruits of the Spirit, which is something you may have heard of before, whether you're a Christian or not. You've maybe heard of that before. Well, that's a real, like, specific thing. And Paul actually takes the time here in Galatians to list out what those fruits are. And he says the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, faithfulness, kindness, goodness, forbearance, gentleness, and self-control. So I don't know, that was maybe about 10 different things. And so, I don't know about you, but I read through that list and I start immediately checking off what I think I'm doing good at, right? Like, where do I think I'm succeeding? Like, where do I think I'm actually living out the fruits of the Spirit? I'm like, well, love. I think I do an okay job at love, especially when it comes to, like, my wife and and my children. You know, that's always on the forefront of my mind and I certainly fail at times, but it is something that's very important to me. But then I think about it even more. I'm like, well, do I love my neighbor really well? Like, do I do really do a good job of loving my brothers and sisters around me? Whether they be Christians or not Christians? I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I do. I don't think I do nearly the job that I need to be doing. So it challenges me. And then I look at joy, the second one on the list. And I'm like, all right. Like, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good today. Even with, you know, the sniffles and these allergies, I'm like, I I feel pretty good. Like, I actually feel the joy of Christ inside of me. But then I think about that a little bit more, and I'm like, I don't always feel that way. Why don't I always feel that way? If I really believe that Christ came and died for me and took all of my sins and all of my worry and all of my concern, and he hung it on the cross, and it's over, If I really believe that, then why am I not walking around with this impenetrable joy that just cannot be shaken? Because that's what he's given me. Like, that is literally what he has given me. So why am I so quick to forget that on too many days? And then I could go down the entire list and I'm going to find, you know, areas within that word where I think I'm doing a good job, but then if I'm actually honest with myself... And think about it even further. I'll find areas within that word where I'm not doing such a good job. And so you know what it does? It challenges me. It stretches me. When I think about love and I think about joy and I think about peace and I think about goodness and kindness and gentleness. I'm like, man, what a challenge. What a stretch. And so I wanted to share all this with you guys today to obviously maybe try to lift you up and encourage you. But I just really wanted to maybe, you know, challenge you guys to stretch yourselves. Challenge you guys to not only stretch yourselves, but also put a system in place to continually stretch you. Put a system in place, whether it be fitness, finance, faith, or all three. Put a system in place to where you are strategically stretching yourself on a regular basis. 
So what would that look like? You know, like tangibly speaking, what would that look like? Well, I think, you know, from a fitness standpoint, just start tracking things. Start tracking nutrition. Start tracking training. Forget about the details. Just start tracking things. From a finance standpoint, if you're not already budgeting, start budgeting. Start looking at your expenses. That's going to help you whether you're passive or active. And then from a faith standpoint, I think it's really, really simple. And I'm going to have more to say about this in the coming couple of weeks because I've had a couple of aha moments that I cannot wait to share with you guys. So stay tuned on the podcast over the next few episodes. But you got to be in the Word, man. You got to be in the Word every day. It's a daily thing, man. It is a daily activity. If you are in the Word, I can promise you that you will feel stretched. I can promise you that you will feel challenged. So those are a few ways to systematically and strategically stretch yourselves. Because let's be honest with ourselves, man. You can stretch yourself a little bit today, but I would make the case that if you don't put a system in place, then what's going to happen is you're going to get to the point you've always gotten to, maybe slightly beyond, and then you're going to escape. You're going to bail. Because you're going to be like, man, this is hard. right? I just want to kind of revert back to my old self. I just kind of want to snuggle back up under the covers and do what I've always done. Well, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always gotten. And I'm a big fan of working within your strengths. I'm a big fan of doing what you're good at. I'm a big fan of recognizing you know, your own unique skill set and doing the things that come naturally to you. I'm a huge fan of that. But there comes a time when you've just got to step out in faith and you've just got to stretch yourself and challenge yourself in any of the F's or all three of the F's. So that's all I've got for you guys today, man. I hope that that was helpful. I really hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, I appreciate your attention so much, man. So, so much. If you guys haven't done so already, it would really help me out if you left a rating and a review for today's podcast or the podcast in general. That obviously helps me out and it lets iTunes know like, hey, this is a valuable podcast. We should you know, push it out to more people. That would help me out a ton and I will see you guys on Wednesday. Guys, if you guys have a group or organization or business or conference or whatever and you think an F-Cube talk would make sense, man, please let me know. I would love to be a part of that conversation. I would love to have an opportunity to come and speak to your people. Fitness, finance, faith, individually, some blend of the three, whatever. Hit me up, social media, at jschultzf3, email jschultzf3 at gmail. Just let me know and let's make it happen.